Welcome to the Supplemental Podcast. We are two licensed therapists sharing our therapeutic and personal perspectives. We hope this clinical and applicable insight will inspire you and challenge you to grow. Welcome back to the Supplemental Podcast. We are excited that you're here. Today, we want to talk busyness, um, just the very general broad sense of being busy. And I think that's pretty familiar to probably just about every single one of us. Um, it's hard in age and our way of life to not be busy. And so we're not going to talk about how to not be busy per se, but we do want to talk about how busyness can get in the way of some really big and important things at times. Um, and we're just going to kind of dig into that a little bit. So I see this, Tegan, you can jump in and tell me if you feel this way as well, but sometimes maybe not for all people or every situation, but sometimes I feel like there's this tone about busyness that almost it's like a badge of honor. Like if you're not busy, then you're less than somehow, or you're like maybe judged for, well, what are you doing with your time then if you're not busy, (laughs) you know? Um, So I feel like there's just this thing about it where we almost feel like we have to be busy or if we're not, if we aren't busy, we're going to find something to keep us busy. And there could be various reasons for that. But what I wanted to dig into a little bit today is to figure out if, if we are choosing a little bit extra business busyness, obviously sometimes we can't help certain aspects of that, but if we are keeping ourselves busy, whether we know it or not, what could it possibly be helping us avoid? Um, cause I think that it could be true that deep down busyness really can keep us from dealing with lots of things in life. Right. So, um, do, what are your thoughts on that? Do you agree that it can be a, a barrier for some things? I do. And when this topic popped up when we were going to discuss it, I mean, busyness, what is it helping you hide from? My immediate thought was actually my own personal memory driving on 680, which is our main highway out here. And I remember it was during grad school and I was also working and had like not even zero time. I had like negative time and it was just a crazy season. And I can remember it to this day. I had this thought where I was like, okay, so I never want to be this busy ever again. I don't like this slash this is actually so nice because I don't have to feel anything. And it almost like I, I am definitely someone who feels things deeply, but I can kind of reason things out. So not if you don't know me well, you don't know that entirely. But I, I liked the part where I didn't even have the opportunity to feel some of the things that I felt or process some things. And it was like a not like a superficial calm, but I mean, kind of, yeah, like a, mm-hmm. a synthetic piece that was cultivated through busyness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's super well said. I think it makes me think of um, like the another way to describe it is you can just sort of put your emotions on. Yes. Know? It's like, I think we talk about burying emotions and that's definitely a thing people can do, but it's sort of like you put them on mute. Like you had this conscious experience of, I know I have these feelings or these experiences and they're there, they're in the background, but this busyness helps me just kind of hit the mute button and pretend like they're not there. Right. Right. And there's always a distraction coming. Like if you're busy, you might feel some sort of way for what 10 minutes, but then you got to move on to the next thing because it, there's a distraction to be had to engage in. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, which I think, you know, this kind of goes to then what happens because so let me back up for a second. I think busyness, someone could easily pass over this episode and be like, okay, busyness, whatever, everyone's busy, right? And that's true. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like this is probably not one of those earth shattering topics you might think, but I think it's, that's why I wanted to talk about it is it's one of those more subtle, um, can get in the way of a lot of stuff. And it's also, it's so subtle because it's so acceptable. Um, you know, if thinking to avoid your emotions, that's, typically not very acceptable right you know there's a little more judgment but being busy to avoid emotions or to avoid relationship trouble or whatever it is it's super acceptable and it's super subtle right you can just people will take you at oh yeah we've just been so busy and won't really question that right so yeah I just think it's it's makes it more complicated because it's so acceptable it is. And I also sometimes I wonder this, I guess I'd have to ask a real European, but sometimes I feel like European countries laugh at us in America. And they're like, you guys are so busy making yourselves busy. And it's ridiculous. It's almost like an Americanized way of existing is that you're busy where I would imagine, or at least based on what I've heard from feedback and other um, books and research and clinical studies, it's like, this is somewhat of a an American um, syndrome. Granted, it, it's another nations and countries as well but I do think there's a cultural component to it too that normalizes it just day to day where we live in America Mm -hmm, for sure we have you know I it that makes me think like I want to say France is one of them and I could be wrong on this but um the nonetheless there are certain countries in Europe like you're saying that take two to three hours for a lunch break right like they take (laughs) a really long time and they might take a little snooze you know they definitely are at a different pace than us um and I don't think that means they're any less productive but our society has told us that we will be less productive if we are taking more than like a handful of trail mix out of our drawer and a quick bathroom break like we're not being productive you know (laughs) so I think that yeah that's true because it feeds into that and you know, when we have this busyness, it helps us avoid all of these things. And when we put our emotions on mute, like we were describing, really what I think that leads to is a whole bunch of suppressed emotions. You know, if like you were saying, you had this moment where you realized this is great because I don't have to about certain things um, and I could figure out how to live on this kind of autopilot, but it suppresses those emotions. And as much as we might think they really don't it is true and it tends to like this kind of busyness tends to have nasty backlash because although you might not have to process this stuff you're not only accumulating baggage but the busyness in and of itself I think adds a whole nother layer of stress and anxiety on top of whatever it is that it's numbing and so it eventually compounds and kind of (laughs) backfires on people I think but Sometimes yeah. it's hard to identify it as busyness as one of the things that's causing that extra stress. Yeah, for sure. And I think um, I was going to touch on that too, about how like when we do suppress our emotions or when we do have just naturally higher stress, right? I, I think you and I both love to bring in like the health side or the physical side of what's going on. And that's really high cortisol going through your body. And when that stress hormone uh, 
just flooding through you, it does make it really hard to help regulate emotion and to pay attention to things. And then when you're looking at it more from the lens of this is a natural stress coming because I have work and kids and family and this and that, um, it's hard to, it's hard to find a balance, right? Because all those things have done or all those tasks need to be um, accomplished. And I think it, it makes it really hard to find a way out because it becomes like a hamster wheel, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. It sure does, without a doubt. Yeah. Um, so I, what are your thoughts on, like, how do we, how do we really, or I guess, what are some of the things that we can avoid? We've touched on it a little bit, but do you think that, maybe I'll ask the question this way, do you think that we can as a whole people um can use busyness to consciously avoid big things in our life or do you think it's more like covert or I guess that maybe depends on the person but tell me your thoughts on that oh yeah I love it when you beat me to my next thought and then you ask it as a question to me (laughs) because that was my thought is I think the subtlety of busyness as a coping mechanism is it's it's sometimes hard to see it for what it is. Cause I think a lot of the time people aren't like, Oh, I know how I'm going to numb myself. I'm going to go get busy. And maybe sometimes it is a conscious effort, but more often than not, I don't think that that is what people would consciously choose as a coping mechanism. I think it's more experience. It's like, okay, if I stay busy, my mind stays preoccupied and I don't have to feel uncomfortable because I'm distracted. It's more, um, subconscious, I guess I would say. But then sometimes I think, I mean, I was talking to a client this week and we were dialoguing and she said, you know, I, I'm pretty sure I, I can't be still because my anxiety comes up. So I intentionally stay busy to keep my anxiety at bay. Um, mm-hmm. She's like, I'm choosing busyness in order to cope, even though it ends up ultimately creating more anxiety for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's fair to say it can be both like for her, she is kind of consciously aware that busyness is her way out, right. Or her coping mechanism. Um, and I think sometimes it can definitely be, um, we can definitely be blind to it, right. That we're picking up new hobbies or habits or things to do because (laughs) we're trying to avoid that gut-wrenching grief, or we're trying to avoid this relationship that needs a lot of help or, we went through a trauma and it's just too painful. So I'm going to take up kickboxing, you know, <laughs> which again, there, that, as I said, that, as that flew out of my mouth, I thought, man, that actually could be a good coping mechanism. But <laughs> nonetheless, I think we have to, it goes back to self-awareness, which is a really big thing for all, you know, everything we, you have to be self-aware. You have to know yourself and really you have to be able to have that moment that you had in the car that took a lot of self-awareness for you to realize I am drowning and I don't like this feeling, but Hey, at the same time, now I don't have to deal with certain things, right? That moment you had takes a lot of self-awareness to begin with for you to be able to see those two sides and then make a good choice from it. So I think regardless if a person's aware of choosing the busyness or maybe they're more it maybe it's more subconscious that self-awareness piece has to be really huge to know okay I am doing all of this stuff because I just x y and z exactly and I mean I don't think I would add anything to that so much as just sometimes 
the active self-awareness around the busyness and what it's doing is the first um, step. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I guess, um, you know, the last part I think here that we could probably slowly wrap up on is maybe it states the obvious, but what are your thoughts on what does this limit us from doing? Because I think like we, we try to be real on here and, and acknowledge that we have jobs and families and extracurricular activities and things that keep us busy too. So we're definitely not trying to toot a horn that says, you know, there's, we're not busy and no one else should be either. But <laughs> I think more just saying, have the, having that self-awareness piece and make sure that when you do hit kind of a burnout point, you're aware of that and you figure out how to slow down and, um, and how to adjust. But, but before that, what are your thoughts on how, like, what does busyness limit us from? Yeah. Cost benefit analysis of it, essentially. Um, what does busyness limit us from? I think it robs us from being able to be where we're at. And I think that's obvious and that's a given. But when you're not present with yourself, it's like you're always ahead of yourself. Or sometimes I have to catch myself and be like, Tegan, you are two hours ahead of yourself. Like reel it in, girl. Just pay attention right now. Your kids are adorable. Like whatever that might be. But you can live your whole life living ahead of yourself or like in the past. And that does not lend itself to a sense of fulfillment or gratification ultimately. And it, it can almost feel like you're like a, an observer in your life or you're just the audience to what's like playing out in front of you, but you're not actually engaged. So I think busyness can definitely cost us a sense of enjoyment and contentment and satisfaction that really only comes from being tuned in to what's happening in the moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, you brought up like the sense of time that plays into this. And I think that's really important to bring up because time flies, right? That's probably the most accurate, I don't know, little adage there is, um, maybe not the most accurate, but it's, it's spot on that time goes so fast. You know, I think that's something I've heard my whole life, but especially once I've had kids that, you know, is something I hear all the time and I would agree with. It just seems like it goes in the blink of an eye. Um, but I, part of me wonders, you know, if we could compare to a different slower time in life, which we kind of can't, but I wonder if time would have seemed as fast as it does to us now. And, I don't know the answer to that, but nonetheless, I think it's important to think of time. Like you said, you know, the, the phase that you might be in, in life is really going to be by in the blink of an eye, even though right now it might not feel like that, um, for each person, no matter what phase that is. And I think the more we try to overcome any sort of struggle that we've mentioned, grief, relationships, trauma, anything like that or really dealing with issues of ourself, when we try to um, overshadow those with busyness, time is already kind of against us, right? And then we become more busy. And I think we we really miss out on a lot in the long run. Yeah, and I, it's, it's such a sneaky slow fade too. That's what's tricky about it. But I like what you're saying because I think, I mean, the initial question is kind of like, what are the costs of busyness or like it's hard in a, in a counterculture way when you're like, I think I want to slow down, but there are just so many things that need to be done for basic life to con 
continue moving smoothly, so to speak. Um, Mm -hmm. But it's like protecting time is so sacred, but it's hard to do because the intention can be there. Like, oh, I'm going to set apart this time for an hour to be with my kid or to get this thing done or to just like take a walk and relax. But it's almost like sometimes you have to fight because there's always going to be something to fill that space. And so just prioritizing downtime can seem like counterproductive or counterintuitive, but I think sometimes it can come down to really making that a top level focal point because downtime Mm -hmm. is necessary. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely needed. I think that list to prioritize is, is hard sometimes. I think there could be some people out there listening, thinking, I have 50 things on my list and they are all important, you know, (laughs) like how am I supposed to choose my children versus my job, you know, things like that. But I think it's also um, something that plays into it because I want to be realistic that sometimes there are seasons and times in life, whatever it is, that your plate is so full and it really can be hard to figure out what to carve out. But um, I think there's an attitude with it as well of you know, I might be busy right now, or I might have a lot on my plate, but where, when and where I can be present, I'm going to be as present as I possibly can. Um, And even that can be hard too, but I think just kind of having that attitude or mindset could help if you're in that phase that you feel like there isn't anything that can give right now, you know? Totally. Yeah. It's like a repetitive reposturing of, wait, come back to the moment. Okay. I'm totally like two days ahead of myself. Come back to the moment over and over and over again. And I like that because I think this probably is a different episode topic, but sometimes people, when they do take down time or like, okay, I'm going to go for a walk or do some sort of self-care, they're like, I can't relax into that. Like that's not rejuvenating to me because the busyness has my mind moving so quickly all of the time that downtime has actually become torture because there's so many things that need to get done. I can't relax Mm -hmm. into being which again, like I said, yes. that might be an episode, but that's a very real thing. Yeah, that reminds me of, um, and you, like you said, this is for sure a different episode, but I think we're stimulated. Our brain is stimulated um, by this busyness and by like the the constant pace or the speed or the, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's, it just engages us at a certain level, right? To be busy and to be doing these things. And so, like you said, that downtime um, feels like, or whatnot. And honestly, it makes me think about um, like kids in screen time, right? Like, which again is a totally different topic, but when they're engaged in that, their brain is just so much more stimulated than at when they're at bay and when they're not in front of a screen and that sort of thing. So then boredom seems to come so easily and so quickly for kids if they are in front of screens a lot, right? And I'm not trying to speak to that topic, but just as a parallel example of our brains are easily stimulated by all sorts of things. And um, I think like you, you've said that perfectly. Busyness can absolutely have that effect. And then it gets really hard to figure out how to rejuvenate and rest when you need to. You definitely can. And yeah, I think initially full circle coming back to that sense of, okay, thinking of busyness as a coping mechanism is a great starting place. It's like, oh, I didn't even know that I was doing that in the beginnings of recognizing that for what it is. And if it's happening in your own life is kind of a small and simple starting point because people who are super busy are like I don't need another thing to think about or do but yeah we do condense it down to something simple it's just like oh am I perhaps 
numbing myself through the busyness and the preoccupation with everything in front of me? Are there actually some things that I just need some time to be with? Mm -hmm. For sure. Well, we are going to wrap up with this for today. We hope you guys found this helpful. Um, I just want to reiterate that, you know, we understand there's lots of different phases and places in life and things going on. And um, we didn't touch on this much, but some of the things that you might be quote unquote avoiding with your busyness are big things, you know, and we don't want to overlook that. So um, do what you need to do to deal with those or to get help for those and whatnot. But um, like we mentioned you got to have that self-awareness of what is that thing that you might need to deal with or what is that thing that you're avoiding and how is busyness helping you do that but also how is busyness really hurting you so um we we get it we're both moms and working and all the things so we understand that but we just want to encourage you to not on you and not to bury them and and not to avoid because you really are doing yourself a disservice in the long run and life can be busy but you can be present and not have to be consumed by it so thank you for listening we so appreciate your time and your um investment in this um if you guys ever have any thoughts or questions for us we do have an email address you can email us at your supplemental podcast at gmail.com and um we would love to hear from you listen in on our next episode